You hear that? That's the sound of a good time. And that must that must mean you're here with us, uh, the D Trout Spinners. Oh, it's so pathetic. <laughs> that's how people open shows these days. Is it? Um, I don't know. It's like Steve Wright or something. It's good. Um, if, that's, if that's how people open shows, Miles, then I don't want to be a part of any show <laughs> anymore. He did say my name. That's that must mean that I'm Miles Pennell. <laughs> Aside from you're, me, you're so, do you know it's so funny because you are so that DJ that Ricky takes the piss out of. You're you, know, you just said my name. That, me, that, means, that means I must be Miles Pennell. Who are you? <laughs> and you're not. You're doing it slightly ironically, but not. Would you please revelate? Because there's people on the track. He's simply red. <laughs> Um, yeah, Mars Pennell is with me. I'm Gary. And, Gary Forstall um, for his full name. Yeah, whatever. I hate saying it. Um, so we are, are we are. I'm OK, mate. We are the D-Trout Spinners. We, we are. 50 minutes. Then we go back to being our usual depressed selves. Well, we are. I am on. I am on air as well. You you pretend <laughs> not to be at least. But I. But um, yeah, I how's it going, mate? Up. How's things? Yeah. Do you know what? Right. I was a bit inventive in the kitchen today and I decided to jerk my own chicken. That's okay. not. Um, have you ever worked? Have you ever worked with jerk? The method of of jerking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. It's um very peppery. I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, so I, I marinated some chicken overnight. It's party house in the uh, MP household. And uh, it was he loves, really he lo- he loves calling himself MP. He I, never I he loves it. It's 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 a satire. It's a satire of it's not satire. Definitely <laughs> satire. <laughs> but so, turned out Jerkin is really it, it's so hot, Un- yeah. unbelievably hot. Well, well, the thing is, jerking itself isn't hot, but the, it, what you add, you can add, you could do a jerk, uh, you could do a kind of a mild jerk, like Ainsley does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. He's got a new cookery show, old, old Ainsley Harriet. We, Miles and I, we, we're not still not 100% sure why, but we just love Ainsley Harriet. There's a lot of Ainsley Harriet moves, and I would encourage you to go on the internet and look. Yeah. Uh, but people, but, but Miles, we shouldn't talk too much about Ainsley Harriet because... Why not? There's, because there's people in America <laughs> listening to this who have no idea who he is. So it's well, like... They, they got into the Ricky Gervais show good enough, um, and we might even talk about them uh, coming up because... Um, yeah. Yeah, so for, for anyone that is listening uh, now, uh, we're coming off the back of our show that we did with uh, Dickie Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Richard, we were lucky enough to spend about an hour with uh, R.A. Randers, uh, Dandy Son, last, last week. Uh, he didn't do it. He did it for a nominal fee. It was all free. No, there's uh, no fee. It was no nominal fee. No, he he uh, he obviously didn't want to be paid or anything. He he was he was great. He like it was so cool to see him. And um, you know, he was. You could tell he was. He he was. I wouldn't say he certainly wasn't worried or scared, but he was slightly anxious, and he he admitted that. And you know, for him, it's the first time he's ever kind of talked about it, which 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 is kind of. Amazing. Coming out as Richard Anderson on the Tin Pot Radio podcast. Tin Pot Radio Station. Um but um it was I, I really enjoyed doing it. And and I'll say, you know, there were we we didn't do it perfectly. We're not interviews, we haven't interviewed. I apologize, mate. But I am kind of I'm proud of us for, for just Yeah. 
doing it and, and, and arranging it and things. Well, you arranged it mainly. I did. So. I did I, and I would take praise for most of that. Mm. <laughs> okay, mate. I don't, want, I don't want it. That's why I just said you arranged it. I didn't want it. Later's next. Yeah, next. Um, it was, yeah, I felt so good afterwards. And uh, the, the response has been good. What well, the, the response has been great from people mm. who've listened. But one thing I've realised, it's not as easy as either of us thought to get people to listen. Because we, I, I did think, I didn't think we'd do the Richard Anderson episode and we'd get a thousand downloads suddenly. But I, I thought more people, like I posted it to a Facebook group, got two likes, no, no one reacted. So, but... On on Reddit, I think we got more of traction. Didn't yeah. We? So yeah. If, I hope over the coming weeks, people a lot of people listen to it. And I uh, think so. Um, and that that actually let's start off with a bit of XFM in the community because uh, a lot of this does relate to the previous show. And also, I've got a bit of a a slightly longer preamble um, for us to have a look at uh, before we get into the. The, the meat of the episode as it were so this was from um someone who i just spoke to in company in present company for over the over the line obviously because i'm not breaking the rules uh someone was surprised that he'd aged <laughs> i <Yeah>. think it's, <laughs> so it, it's no it's true because you know he was 47 but you you imagine him as the person emailing the show, which you don't think is 47. You think of him as 27. It's funny because uh, when you listen to the shows, they haven't aged, but you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I've, I've got I've got one here actually. Go on. Uh, so so good. I wonder if he realizes that there are even weird Americans like me who still listen to XFM shows daily, to the XFM shows daily, and consider the Dick Meister General to be a legend. Well, actually, he kind of did realise it. He was very, I would say this about him, he was very kind of humble. He did he did realise that he meant a lot to people. But I think we read out a comment on, on during the interview that someone put, you know, something like, please tell him we love him. And he, I think he, he kind of, you could tell he really liked that. He, he, not in an arrogant way, he just, he really liked hearing that, which was No, we'll really have to nice. send him some of these comments. And the, the guy that you're, you're talking about, that's some um, from Fixed uh, Republic. And um, I followed up with him and um, basically said, how did you get into, involved in the shows? I really, this is something I'd like to find out, um, particularly with people overseas. I think it's really interesting. And he said, we, love we, Ricky. Found, out, we found out about Erin last mm. week, didn't we? So yeah, go on. Um, so he said, loved Ricky from Office and Extras. In 2010, the Ricky Gervais show found its way to the US and he met Carl, in inverted commas. He found my way to Pilkopedia and the XFM shows and haven't really stopped listening since. Thought I was weird until I discovered on Facebook that I wasn't alone. It's like some sort of a <laughs> alcoholic anonymous yeah, club. Like crystal meth anonymous. But um, <laughs> what, what's... I, that's interesting. I think for a lot of people, particularly even even in this country, but particularly overseas, they like I got into it. I just happened to find the XFM shows before I found their podcast that they did from 2006 onwards. But I think the podcast became quite big and they animated them and things like that. So they're nowhere near as good as the XFM shows. So I love the fact that Fixed Republican started on those shows he's kind of started on the worst bit and he's he's found the best bit because i think a lot of people yeah. just podcasts and think oh this is it this is the pod this is the audio stuff they did i'm going to listen to but this a lot of, um, 
a lot of directors and comedians do their best stuff early on in the career, isn't it? It's that thing of, you know, difficulty of the, the second album, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, but the thing with Ricky is, and this, you know, as much as we kind of don't like some of the direction that he goes in, he, now. I, I, like, if he'd created one amazing magical thing that transcended the era it was from, that would be amazing. But he's created two, the XFM shows and The Office. He's Can I put two. this to you, Gary? Go on. Like, do a bit. Des, I'm leaving you on a desert island, and you're going to be there for at least, I don't know, probably however you, however long you think you're going to be there. Is it Richard Branson's one? <laughs> no, it's not Richard Branson. Yeah, it's a, it's a desolate island. It's, a, it's a nice island, um, but you can only take XFM or The Office. Very good question. Um, did you just come up with that question? Yeah. Um, That's the sort of thing that I can come up with when pushed. Thinking on his feet, ladies and gentlemen, Mars Pennell. MP. Oh, that, that actually hurt because I cut myself um, cleaning a tin of uh, lentils. OK. So anyway, <laughs> back to the show. Uh, yeah, so I I would take I would take the XFM shows. Yeah, I would too. Take them. But apart, apart from anything else, more. more volume of them, yeah. Yeah, same. I don't know, there's just something about... We were talking about this off air. Like, there's a podcast that we kind of maybe we'll collaborate with and they, they've been going longer than us but they did an episode and they filmed it and I said I, I think that kind of like Carl says Carl's right when he says it kind of ruins audio it does ruin radio so there's something about audio that's that's better to listen to yeah. to pass the time right you haven't got to watch something as we well we should put that on the poster great to pass the time Detroit spinners yeah uh, but no no just just um passes the time a bit or something like that I don't know. anyway the show that we're doing and i you're you i've got i've got a bit more feedback if okay, you want to know. Yeah, yeah yeah i'll just breeze through you this. do this at the end so save some for the end okay i'll i'll let's do the preamble at the end but i'll do all the the stuff now because i would like to come to this it's slightly longer but i would like to know your opinion on some of it uh, this is from Breachy Rocket on Twitter. Really didn't believe it would be him until the very last second. Proud of you, boys. Aaron Cundiff, the lovely Aaron. Uh, you both did excellent. Nice interview. This is from Mr. Pilkington on Twitter again. Good job, guys. And from Simon Colnut. Really couldn't hear. Really, <laughs> really could hear your excitement in interviewing him, which I think is fair to say. It's nice, yeah. Across- I mean, oh yeah, the, I I would you know. We were excited. I'd never hide my excitement, but it was it was it was great. I was very excited. Across the net on Reddit, this is from Base Coop, and uh, someone had actually kindly posted uh, our interview with them on the uh, on the Reddit thread. And if you if you are a big fan of the FM shows, I do uh, suggest you check it out uh, there, uh, subreddit thread. It's really fun. Loads of funny gifts and memes and things to keep you occupied nice work lads uh, amazing to hear the dick meister interview a great insight into one of the most notable characters of the xfm shows i think it's really funny this use of the word character um yeah. one yeah. day maybe we'll be on the pilkopedia page miles and gary Is that what he said no <laughs> you said oh <laughs> he said that oh god oh, i got excited. 
We'd yeah. have made us in our careers if we're on the Wikipedia. Well, it's an open source platform. You can te- <laughs> we can technically we can add stuff on that. confidentially. Uh, this is from Russian Rocket. The last one I'll read for now until we move on. Russian Rocket 23 said the Dick Meister is just about how I would have expected him to be. Yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, I didn't know what what to expect, and he was different from what I probably did expect, but not radically. And he was. He's just he he was a nice guy and um it's nice to get that feedback yeah absolutely I have, um, sent, I've sent Thanks. the episode so the truth and that the the, the proof yeah. will be in the pudding if he likes it thank, and thank you everyone I don't go on the social media Mars does but I, I want to thank everyone for for easy uh, thing no we do, it does mean a lot to us doesn't it no in all seriousness of like it does. Mean a lot um love it just so, as long as I have to do anything towards it <laughs> um right so on to on to business now episode 12 i think it is mate episode 12 they said we couldn't get this far but we proved no one wrong no no one said that because no one was interested <laughs> so we're talking about today series two episode 12 originally broadcast uh, on 9th of November 2002. Gary, what were you doing on 9th of November 2002? Um, good question. Was, which one was it? No, I, just, I, just got my, I just got my A-level results, well, a few months before. Well, did you get so, your A-levels? Well, I don't want to go... I don't, it's, I've got, I've got a, 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 B, a, C. So, All right, whatever. So... Um, <laughs> And uh, I, I, do you know where I was? I was in Birmingham University. Why? Because I went to Birmingham University for a term or you two. You went to Brighton, didn't you? No, but I went to Birmingham oh. first and, and quit. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then I went to, yeah, so I was, but it's... it's um, I didn't know this about you. Do you know, I was, what I was probably doing was watching the Rugby World Cup, maybe, and I don't know, it was, yeah, I was... I certainly, one thing I wasn't doing is listening to the XFM show. No, because this one features several famous Carl references. Oh, oh, just before just before you get into oh, it, I, was, I, I know you like, like to do his written preamble, but I just want to say first, I was listening back to his show and I was kind of like, uh, it got to a bit and I was like, ah, that is a seminal bit. That's a bit that transcends the show itself. It actually is bigger than the show. Then I got to another and then I got to another. So I would just summarise. Are you talking about our podcast or? No, no, no. The, the XFM show. Right. <laughs> so I was. It, there are there are three bits of this show that are actually important to the fact that we're doing a podcast about it because the, the, it's shows like this and there's very few of them where you get so many amazing. Can I guess some of them? Well, uh, let me let me just say the ones I think, and then you can go back to your preamble. So I would summarise this as. The why, put it in a bowl first, and Twix episodes. I think all of those things are, are much bigger than the shows themselves. Like it's I much would put the, the Twix uh, story up there. That's a very popular uh, well, Carl but, story. But, but putting why into a computer and put it in a yeah. bowl first. They're all they're all bits that like not just. What about what? Facts. What about? Wetney Houston. Wet, uh, Wetney Houston was like on my reserve list. I was going to add Wetney Houston, but there was, a, there was also subs bench. 
this this is a fantastic show. But yeah, go on, finish your preamble quick. And well, then no, we'll... you've, you've kind of nailed it, to be honest. Features several famous Carl references, yeah. including the infamous Whitney Houston Rockbusters clue, Carl's observation that you never see an old man eating a Twix, Carl's adventures, uh, adventures in the Christian Youth Club Crusaders, and his attempt to confuse a computer. Um, guys, uh, if you are going to uh, listen to this episode, please do stay with us. If you haven't listened to the original episode on the 9th of November 2002, I will be posting a link. Do uh, do listen to the show there and then come back. Have a, have a lovely sit down, a lovely cup of tea and a lovely bicky with us. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, welcome back. <laughs> awesome brandy. Um, <laughs> awesome oh, that's brandy. very professional of you. Well, yeah. Um, so the other thing about this episode actually it's a very very good episode but it's got those it's actually out of all of the ones we've done so far it's probably the most important episode i don't want to get too ahead of myself it's not like the declaration of independence that's important please no but um it's important in the way that the show is now seen today shows like this are the reason for that um, but the other little thing that I kind of noticed for the first time when I listened back to it um, yesterday is that there's two separate Carl laughs. That is very, very rare. I, I wonder if the listeners know of any other show where there's Carl laughs on two separate occasions. Like, uh, not, not, in the, not, in the, not in the same segment, but like totally different bits. Like, because Carl laughs when he says... Um, they're, so they're probably still around there now, aren't they? What Ricky says, like, then the Carl, Carl laughs. <laughs> and then... At uh, the end, he laughs, doesn't he? And then, and then he, yeah, and then he says... But he's trying to wrap it up. And then when he's saying, I don't know why, there's probably more land back then <laughs> now, which he laughs again. <laughs> so it's it's very rare. Like, there probably are shows, but if, if any listeners know of any, let me know. My favourite Carl laugh is where now, when he loses it, when... <laughs> <laughs> that episode where we still don't know what Ricky was doing during the monkey news. He's like, I can't look at his face. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Oh, I'd, lo- I'd love to. That it wasn't a problem because there, <laughs> because there were mechanics in the first place. There's mechanics in the first place. Oh yeah. He can't get through. They actually play the Beatles in, in, in the middle of that, don't they? Cause he's laughing so much. <laughs> yeah. That, but it's, it's always nice to hear Carl laugh cause it's rare. And, um, it's just fun it's just nice it's just kind of it's like sweet isn't it it's like yeah around there now and he's like actually thinking of that that they're probably still around. like he genuinely finds that funny so it's kind of it's nice so uh, um, they start off the episode they're talking about um the homeless guy it says oh you're always here and you got home to go to <laughs> yeah but um um oh yeah but no first there's the I love the Steve's ass being pinched. I, I just find yeah. that a funny. But his ass isn't six feet off. <laughs> but um, but Steve's Paul quite. Steve's, Steve's very good at telling stories that actually. He is, yeah. He's the best actually out of all of them. But he said, but even if it wasn't, that would have been money well spent. Like if his wallet hadn't been there. That's a great line. I love it. Love it so Steve's much. Steve's done a lot of stuff though about his dating history, and it's mad now because he's out. He's going out with some sort of mm. credible. Uh, actress well you know he's probably worth i'd say six million pounds have you seen fighting with my family by the way no no i haven't i think you'd enjoy it it's like a really good like feel-good british romp as based on this uh norwich family's obsession with wrestling 
Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I saw some interviews with some of the cast, the older members, not the, because it's got, it's about children, it's a children, it's a child, isn't it? No, well, teen, well, not really. I, I, saw an, I, I saw interview with the parents or or the wrestler or something. Oh, right, yeah, the real life, yeah, it was a Channel 4 documentary. Yeah. That, it's, that's, it's on Netflix, you should watch it. Because that's, that's I, actually much better than anything Ricky's done. It's kind of by the by, and it's it's you know it's fairly like meat and potatoes stuff, you know, nothing extraordinary, but it's just like such a nice feel good feel uh, good, feel. Yeah. and and it makes you it makes you hark back to that time you where Tim and Dawn kissed yeah, yeah. in well, in the I, office, I, and you realise like those moments must have been written by Steve. Yeah, we've both said that for a while, and it's like one thing I didn't even watch it, but Life on the Road. Um, which actually is uh, for me like the bits I've seen of it I haven't watched all of it but is absolutely typical of a Ricky project there are some moments in it that are unbelievably funny like really funny like there's a funny bit in in Life on the Road where this is such a simple gag Uh, I think I told you about this once tonight where um, um, David Brink goes up to his uh, his, uh, uh, what they call like a, a room the blue the, the green room beforehand yeah, and yeah. someone's just and it's got his name on but instead of david brent it says david bent and it's just yeah. it's no, such well, a that, lovely cheeky gag well it's, <laughs> it's, it harks back to the xfm days but um that's fu- that's not the funniest thing in the world to be honest but it's, it's um, not but i i liked it because it's all right like, but, but he does the standard like oh for f- but he's when 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 i saw the music video with doc brown when i saw the lady gypsy he's brilliant oh. doing that but what he isn't that good at doing as far as i'm That's concerned I, I you know i know other people have different opinions on this but he's not very good at sustaining a narrative in a in a sweet and um, compelling way whereas steve was now it's, it's probably also true that ricky is responsible for the office being so unbelievably funny yeah more than steve but Steve is responsible for it being now, and it's just annoying that Ricky kind of, you know, got rid of Steve. But it's nice when that. Steve... But I think it's nice because the office is remend- remembered for both sides of that coin. You know, it's not just because of the Rick of the David Brent character. It's because of their, you know, capacity to tell a meaningful, emotional, sentimental story that we all remember. Yeah, and and I th- I think that. Um, you know, I'm pleased for Steve. Like, I'm only pleased for Steve. I'm pleased that Steve's got a girlfriend. It's not because <laughs> I, I, because that 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 time when I think it's a Claire episode when they say, and I, I, knowing Ricky, this is not like a joke. He's saying it in a jokey way, but we carved it out early on that you would uh, not you know, that be I would make, money. not be making the sort of money I would. And I bet that they he actually did. Do so, you really? Yeah, I think so. Obviously, because Ricky's an actor, he's going to make more. But I think it, he made much more. But Steve's definitely levelled the playing field because he, he's Steve. Steve, you never would look at Steve and say, oh, "I feel sorry for him. He didn't really make it in his career." Whereas Ricky did, and he had to see Ricky making it and not him. He's done loads of stuff. He yeah. did that talk at the Oxford Union. He's done talk at Cambridge Union as well. He's he's done um, directed things like that film that you're talking about. Um, he's got a project now that's about um, juvenile offenders. Yeah. Um, uh, I would be. He's also playing a serial killer. Is he? Well, he's done, lots of, he's done thriller, lots, yeah. 
cameos. He's done cartoon episodes. Well, he's done, he was in X-Men as well in um, yeah. the, the Wolverine he, film. There's, I don't really play computer games, but there's a game, and I can't right. remember what it's called. No, there's a computer game, and I can't remember what it's called. It's a really complex portal. That's what it's called. He's the voice in Portal. Like yeah, he, did, yeah. he spent hundreds, it's, well, dozens and dozens of hours recording all the. I audio. thought there would have been a tractor sale going on somewhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's got all the voiceovers. He's got everything, and I'm only pleased for him. But anyway, let's let's get back to this. Let's move on, this. Gary. So he's talking about <laughs> the homeless chat at the start. He says, "You always here, haven't you? Got home to go to. I wanted to ask you." Um, uh, <laughs> that's funny when he says he says uh he called he called me a dickhead. How, how do you know? I've always wanted to say that to someone in conversation. I've always wanted to. I've it's, really it's wanted. hard. It never comes up. Like, <laughs> but it's a great line. It's like, so how do you know? Do you know him? Do you, uh, do you know him? Yeah, it's a great line. I wanted to say that because I once gave uh, a homeless guy a pound. To show off uh, when I was on a date with a woman. I think Steve's actually said exactly the same anecdote, so I'm probably. But no, this was And you know, I don't really like to give money away. No, I believe you. I'm not um, a frugal Steve, but I, I will not generally Mars, give money. Mars does not give money away. Why are you around? We, we have. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He Mars, Mars is in. In if it comes to stuff like stuff like that, he's is or he'll always pay his way. Yeah. But he does not like it getting an extra penny, uh, which is fair enough because you shouldn't. But um, do you remember? Have that? you ever? You don't do it that much, do you? Don't do what? Give money out to people. No, no, I don't. I don't to be. But I, I do sometimes give to homeless, but um, not not that often i've never done it to impress someone i have been sitting on a bus and got out and sitting next to a lady and uh got yeah. out my, got out my chess app and started playing chess and tilted the phone towards oh, her oh sexy see me, see me playing chess <laughs> just to think like it would it would be she'd then look at my face and think oh you're horrible anyway i don't like you but she wouldn't be impressed your anyway. face says serial killer but your hands say chess maniac say your uh, grandmaster yes um but um no, it's uh, yeah. Miles has a particular view of the homeless. Miles, okay, keep this bit in. Miles, <laughs> I just said something about Miles, which I won't repeat. Miles just cut out because he was embarrassed about people knowing it. Um, we'll talk about a certain feature you did on on air again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think let's not go through this episode in chronological order from beginning to end but what are your favorite moments not quotes because we'll come to quotes but what are well, your favorite moments? like like you i think last episode we were talking about the box and chat and they do the similar thing i'm not really a fan of the crusade oh, stuff yeah. not a fan of the the rest and stuff i know why why they talk about it because that would have been current at the time uh but there's nothing in it for me really um and it's funny like like last week a lot of the educating ricky was it wasn't as funny because it was true. And this yeah. week's kind of the same, isn't it? It's kind of the same. I think the reason it's not as... It's not... If you listen to it, like I would still listen to that and think, that's pretty entertaining. I'm being entertained. But what... But because the educating Ricky at the beginning was so brilliant, so unbelievably brilliant, man's got a bit... But is <laughs> And um, he's not his vault. The... It... 
it's kind of it's not as good but um but it's still a it's still a brilliant episode um there's a bit where what do you think of this because this is a, i've talked to you about this before but you know the bit where they're saying what bit is it oh, so they're saying um uh oh yeah they're saying about norman cook um fat boy slim and they're, yeah they're, is, they're is, is there he's got a bit of a damp rag there yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. So now we said this, like Ricky going into character like that, suddenly slipping into Fat Boy Slim. Is he's so much better at it yeah. than Steve? And I'm not criticising Steve because Steve is like any you know normal kind of funnyish person. I'll wipe it down with damn. It's much more like it's kind of he goes for the obvious. Ricky's so subtle. Like oh, this is this is. Uh, this is one of mine just just popping on praise you there it's so much funnier than oh i'm gonna wipe it down with a damp rag you know steve is just very kind of steve is very on the nose whereas ricky is so he's so good at doing that and it's such a subtle thing yeah never come across anyone who's as good as going into character for four or five seconds yeah of character than ricky and that's why his acting was so good in the office like it's the one of the best performances has ever been i think but um that that was uh, there's lots of examples of it on the shows but that's quite a good example of it and actually i would like to get listeners feedback on that particular thing like do you do you agree with that or not maybe you don't i don't know what's the exact question so i can make a note of it do you um think that what do what do you think about ricky ricky's ability to slip in and out of character do you feel it's much better than steve's uh or do you feel do you not agree with that that's that's not phrased very well but that and that will fly on the socials mate i'll fucking fly no don't i'll i'll don't put that out how i've just <laughs> um i will i will text you as, as a quote to put out. Another, okay. another bit i like and it will, it's a quote but we'll do quotes later but i just love this um it's, it's an example of ricky doing that thing where he doesn't speak properly and um but I love it. Make the meat look warm. I just love it. That's Make number second on my top quotes. Meat look warm. Make the meat look warm. No, it's make the meat look warm. You got a hold on the M. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and um, I love. It's just Steve's such a school, and there is such a schoolboy filter. It's fun. I don't think I'm not. This isn't laugh out loud funny moment, but I do sort of find it funny that Steve misheard was playing with a tennis ball in the pews as pubes it's so like, I didn't like are, that. it's such a school but no i know but it's such a school yeah but you know how much of a prude i am i, I don't... know we don't like we don't talk about pubes or oh don't yeah i can't even say it like <laughs> i really i i'm so i realized i'm such a prude we we both kind of are but we i don't... just can't i can't do sex chat i can't do even with like no Never one's asking that. you. To, I'm not asking you to do sex chat, mate. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Save that for FLJS. Email it directly. I think you're <laughs> that. You've joined us on. <laughs> do you know one time, one night, right? I was in Bristol with my friend. One night, one night. Like one night. A, when Harry Harry Hill does that when he's. Well, uh, maybe we'll do our next podcast on Harry Hill. Ha- ha- Harry Hill is on a stand-up set. One I love night. Harry. He just every time he said one night, one night. Anyway, go on. One Sorry. night. So one night. One night. Um, me and my friend, right, we're in Bristol. Have you been to Bristol? 
Yeah, yeah, I went um, a few months ago. Ah, oh, I love Bristol. Big love for Bristol. Um, and, and I like it because it's got like water, like it's got water. It's got a vibe. Like a lot of people say that Bristol is like. Have you had your hand? Like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I burnt it on the. Oh, I burnt it do? on the on the um, oven. Like I was taking it out on the shelf above me, touched here. Pizza. Uh, pizza. It was a pizza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It, in fact, I was reheating Domino's pizza. Oh, for fuck! I swear. <laughs> Have you got a Domino? Did you get a Domino's pizza? I've had a, quite a few Domino's over the lot over Have Denver. You really? And yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Once or on separate occasions? No, more than once. <laughs> so on separate occasions, but I only get one pizza at a time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what was I saying before you mentioned my Bristol water? Oh yeah, Bri- Bristol. They say I don't smoke weed, but they say it's the weed you don't capital. Don't smoke at all, mate. It's a lot. There's a lot. No, I don't. Absolutely not. Um, there's there's um there's a feel to Br- uh, Bristol that's that's similar to Brighton. So I think I like it for that reason. Well, we went. I uh, mean, we me and another friend. We stayed in a hotel. What do, do you mean another friend? Another friend. Another friend what? got them. You've been going places with other friends. Yeah, one night at a time. <laughs> yeah. It's South Korea. It's a hotel and yeah. uh, separate, separate, separate beds, not separate rooms, which you would fiercely insist. Protest. I'd insist. I wouldn't go. I just... um, so anyway, we're, we're there in the same, and we're both pretty tired. We both had a nap after one day of sort of, I wouldn't say heavy drinking, but probably a bit, bit, bit of drinking. Oh, I sorry, sorry. I would say heavy drinking. I wasn't there, but I know there was heavy drinking. I know. <laughs> so anyway, we both have a nap, and this is agreed. So we have a really nice nap. I'm enjoying myself. I do like an afternoon nap. And then, then we, when we woke up, we were kind of in the mood for going out again. We walked around. We got up, walked around. Everywhere's absolutely rammed to the rafters. And so, but but we all just were like, oh, a bit tired. Can't be bothered. So we came back with like some Fanta Lemon, some Haribo, and we were watching, and we were just on this god-awful, like, dating site on, you know, (laughs) on cable. It was like a site where people, um, thank you, um, it was like a, it was like a website where people, um, like, post lonely hearts text messages. What do you mean a wet, what, you were on the TV? It's a T, it's like a TV channel, it's a bit like Celtex, do you remember Celtex? No, I don't really know what sales. Teletext, sorry. Oh, teletext, yeah. It was a bit yeah. Like teletext where people just um send in like lonely hearts. But it was so sad, but it was really funny. I think I sent a few that day. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, why you were claiming ignorance, wasn't it? But do you know, do you know what? Like, because you know my my gra- Oh no, actually, I won't say that because she doesn't. No, no, actually, yeah. I don't know. Forget. But I just I know someone very significant to me that actually met their partner in a written lonely hearts ad oh. in the newspaper because that's what they used to do before the, before the internet like people would have thought that you were creepy that you're a pedophile or something why no but before then people used to people used but, to but i just say these, people. these these people that i'm talking about at at the time were 65 and 64 so <laughs> they were there's no extra pathetic in a way yeah but um sorry what are we talking about obviously there's pr- there's predators on any like a lonely hearts ad, there's prejudices on the internet. Reforestal for one. No, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so well, that's an interesting story about Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it was it was quite interesting. But um, 
Have you ever seen an old man eating a Twix? Do you know, I coincidentally happened to be watching a bit of The Thick of It. Now, you started watching The Thick of It recently. And Peter Mannion, and a brilliant character, and I would urge all listeners to watch The Thick of It. You know, it's really, really funny. It's political satire. But even if you're not into politics, it's really funny. But Peter Mannion, who's 54 years old in it, and he's a conservative MP, and he, he says, like, he's with this spin doctor saying all this bullshit about, you know strategizing and it's brent it's brent kind of stuff you know yeah says, i'm sick of this i'm going out for a twix and it made me think <laughs> so that's the only, i have i haven't and you don't see him eating twix so i've i've heard of an old man eating a twix in in uh in in piece of art but no i don't think i have seen an old man eating a twix there was well you're talking about times and media because well, i've never seen an old man eating a twix but there is an episode in peep show where um jeremy someone on reddit reminded me of this line it's, it's so funny <laughs> so when jeremy's like looking through the window of the therapist i think it's one of the latest series and he and he looks through the window he doesn't he doesn't want to go in and see this therapist and he says oh fuck that he's eating a twix i can't take him seriously uh, that's yeah <laughs> i bet do you know do you know i'm not sure about this i might be totally wrong but maybe <laughs> Sam Bain or Jesse, ba- I can't remember the name. Sam Baines and Jesse, Jesse, what's his name? Oh, anyway, Sam, the writers. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They might, they might be fans of the XFM show. And I wouldn't be surprised in, actually. Might put that in as a little homage to the to the show. Oh. I don't know that though. I I wouldn't be surprised to be fair. Like um, is it Jesse Wall? Not Jesse Wallace. Have you watched um Succession? That was written by the same. Uh, guys as peep show or one of them jesse can't remember his name no um yeah that's that's really good it's kind of based on the murdoch family it's, in, it's interesting all right i'll send you a link after we'll chat about it yeah can't wait because it's not the most scintillating chat to be on gary oh. i put why into a search engine today okay and i wondered if you wanted to play a little game of what what was why um why okay i've actually seen i'll buy you i'll buy you a glass of wine in 2021 if you get at least one of the wait a minute there is one two three four five six seven eight nine there's ten possible answers okay. if you get one of them i'll I... buy you a bottle of red in color i can tell you now you'll be buying me wine anyway as part of your rounds <laughs> deal I was um, I was literally a bit worried then that I'd committed myself to buying you a bottle of wine. Yeah, no. Uh, anyway, I'm obviously not going to get any because, uh, but I did. I actually have seen. You're actually not the first person to do this, mate. Sorry to tell you, I actually saw this feature on Graham Norton. He put in what, wine. You put me up with this what, with a big stiff cock of a video. You're put... stiff cock of a video. He put in <laughs> wine, and I, I the first one, and again we're prudes, so this isn't like nice. But the the first like it won't be the same now. I know, but the first thing that came up was why why do I fart so much? That's what oh. the, that's the first. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to mention it. What pubes? Why do I have to, you know, no, uh, so that, that, was, that was the first thing that came up. So that's the only, that's what I've got. Did that come you've, up? You've, you've, you've soiled my feature. <laughs> oh, can you guess any of them? And there's nothing to do with the F okay, word. Okay. What, why have I got a headache? I think might come up. N- close. Why, do, why have I got a rash? Why? No, think more about like symptoms of things. 
why have I got a temperature? No, why? Is, it's why do we yawn? Okay. And then there's another one. There's this. This happens three times. It says, why am I always tired? And why am I so tired? So there's a... <laughs> clearly why, everyone's yeah. fucking, fucking knackered all the time. I've been put. Yeah, it's me that's been putting that in and bumping <laughs> up Google's... Have you um, got any remedies for people who are tired, Gary Forrest? Go to bed, mate. Go to bed. <laughs> why is there no flower? <laughs> why is the moon so bright? Why white bikes as well, isn't it on? Why white bikes? Uh, no, Y T E white bikes. Oh, that doesn't count, mate. You can't. Yeah, I know it doesn't count, but that's that's the screenshot I've taken. You want to play? What are you going to do? Is push Y and then space? Why why we sleep? That that's an interesting one, actually. Do you want to do uh, some? Have we done the Have we done the Y feature? <laughs> I wish that, I wish, you should have done the top 100. This would be good, mate, for our listenership. I thought we could do some top it's quotes. Scintillating. That's the, it's top time quotes. to do some top quotes. Top quotes. Um, okay, I will start this week. Go on. Um, I've done Make the Meat Loot Warm, so I won't say that. Um, I'm, I'm just, uh, number five. Uh, is that what his mum said? Yeah. yeah it's it's good. A, a bit of a Very good. Mine was um a number five. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> There's no uh, point. What's the uh, point? <laughs> another one I, I love is oh, because they they've tried to avoid saying the <laughs> whole bit of feature and he goes oh, you be twat. What a twat. Yeah, that's good. And I like his laugh after. It's quite unique actually, even for Ricky. <laughs> Yeah, so well, I didn't know that twit was the like twat. Yeah, everything they say is true. It's a pregnant goldfish. Twit, twat mm-hmm. means in Yorkshire, twat would be not offensive. It would just be like twit. But twit's not offensive anyway, is it? No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Twat is like twit. So twit isn't used, but twat's used. Isn't that Whereas, weird? That, that, like I, I don't, I don't have a problem with swearing. Um. Well. Well, I don't really, do I? I no, I, I think both of us don't like swearing for the sake of swear. no, so swearing. Swearing to swearing to be the point of making something funny, we, I don't think I like. But, you know, the, for example, some, we talked about it just then. The thick of it is absolutely genius. Oh, that's, and yeah, that's justified. The swearing is part of the character. It's part of the character, yeah. So, but we, I don't like swearing for the um, sake. So, number four, I've got... um. So I don't think there's a lot more to learn in life. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's again like like your example of, of a Ricky slur. Yeah. Just so yeah. I don't think there's a lot more to learn in life. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It's it's very good. I don't think there's a lot a lot. It's like he pronounces it like a like a. He's got such a nice intonation in his voice, doesn't he? When yeah. he's it's when he oh I was I was the, I was watching old videos of him with um. Whilst he was doing the wrestling program, just for a bit of, because uh, I'd never seen them before actually, and and he does carry that over that 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 whole, um, I don't know, he just looked like he was having so much fun, like everything was new to him, and I guess it would have been at that time. You're like forty, well, you're getting like no, fame. You mean you mean boxing, don't you? Not wrestling. I mean, but no, yeah, boxing. Sorry, but but I also I was then I also got onto like old old like gervais videos and he just looked like everything was new everything was fun it's like it's like you know it's like that excitement you get when you're on your second pint everything's exciting 
Like I think in those times, like now, it's like he's got, he feels he's got, and he has got, he absolutely has got a brand, and it's like he's always trying to keep up. Like you know, if you, I don't know, if you work for Virgin, you've got to wear certain uniform, you've got to, you can't smoke near the building, you've got to do all these things, you've got to protect your brand. Whereas in the early days, he didn't care, he didn't have a brand. Yeah didn't care he wasn't trying to protect his image whereas i think now he kind of tries to protect his image yeah a bit. a bit too much um my next one is um i think you'd be happy in a young offenders institute good good qu- good quote from steve that I yeah so that's, that's a solid quote it's not the funniest but it's a, it's a solid it's a solid because it's true it's funny that a lot of the quotes that we bring up are also not the funniest ones they're they're normally like just declaratives like quite like well Remarks I, or something. Yeah, I would caveat that with this episode in particular. There, there would had we not discussed why put it in a bowl first, Twix and Whitney Houston, they would <laughs> all be in my you know top quotes. But yeah. because they're not because we've we kind of covered that. Um, uh, and number three, I've got. He looked at me and said, "What about Ricky Martin?" Yeah, Ricky Martin. And I would also uh, say, I, I know it's a bit naughty, but I I still find it funny when he goes. So what about Ricky Gippo Gervais? I mean, no, that's I, that's not noise. Not I know noise. you shouldn't say that word, but um, I I still find that funny. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not not. Although I will say I certainly would never use that word. Like oh, obviously, no. but it's not it's not naughty in the sense that he's not doing it offensively. Like he's doing it to he, the, there's there's cool. there's one there's one person he's mocking in that scenario, and it's him himself. Cool. And that's what yeah. he's so good at. Um. My next one, I've I've done, I've, I've just repeated this, but, I, but even if it wasn't, that would have been money well spent. I just love that from Steve. Yeah. Um, she thought it was a big furry animal. <laughs> As you mean Susie Divelthwaite's beaver? Susie Divelthwaite's beaver, yeah. And um, you've got a thing about beavers. I was listening to one of our old shows and you well, just... Well, hang on, hang on. Don't just say that. I've got, I, I, <laughs> I, was, I automatically assume everyone knows everything about I, Gary Forrest. I, I like... Because in a way, you're my favourite character. I'm, I'm fascinated by a beaver. You know, if you get a beaver and put him into the, your living room, what he'll do, he'll this, gather. This he'll gather, Yeah, this is true. This is true. He will gather um, all of the stuff that he can pick up. So, <laughs> for example, like um, magazine, uh, TV controllers, or anything that he can say, and he'll start building a big pile, a big dam. He would dam off your living room even though there's no water there they just they're just in by the front door it's just amazing how can an like it's just they no not necessarily by the either halfway across your living room and the reason i know that is because there's a video of it online and actually she talks about that they're always doing that and that is that is that the skeleton of a beaver i see behind you on your couch (laughs) um gary's got pictures of shells (laughs) But no, yeah. for no reason. <laughs> and I've got a kind of tulip. I really, <laughs> I just want, I really want to style your flat. Um, sorry, my, my flat is styled in the um, appropriate I'm manner. Talking about beavers, though. I mean, I didn't know that. But yeah, that that's it. Anyway, be, where, where were we? That that was funny. Um, um, I do. My, second, my second one was, but make the lo- meat look warm. That was it. Warm. Yeah. Um, I want to know if you're going to get my number one. Well, 
I would just say that this is my last one, so you can do dinner. So, uh, don't say anything. Okay. But I would say that at, I've said this before, but I think this is the one. This is the one. Out of all the quotes, this is the one we do to each other most often in our company. At the the end bit of this. I'm okay. Excited. But you can't have food delivered to your flat because you haven't got one. <laughs> that we do that all because you haven't got one. <laughs> Well, I certainly don't have my, my flat. No, we don't say it about flats. We say about. No, anything. no, I know. I, I might be saying, "Oh, I fancy some cheese or something." And you say, <laughs> "I haven't got any. You haven't got one. You haven't got cheese." My my number one is in what way is telling me that Brian Bash has shat himself? <laughs> oh, you love that one, yeah. You love that more than I do. I think. I know. Fun. Love it. Because, he, because because he speeds it's the way that he says it he speeds up when he says it he goes in what way is the problem is shit I'm so much yeah. and the fact when you're talking about you're talking about swearing that is when the, the use of the word shit is like so necessary yeah yeah because in what ways <laughs> and it was also it was never part of the original cuttles ed- educating ricky section yeah it's a bit on the end like but uh, the funny so, and the he funny went up and it played with his pals the funny thing about that what ricky says is he's absolutely right like that is a per- that is an absolutely valid question in what way is showing me brian blessed shit himself in any way educational <laughs> more comments then we've got more comments uh this is from yosef at hobag 85 and we have heard of him in the past i've heard hobag it rings a bell yeah hobag, yeah we're not talking about yeah. life, um, but we are talking about the person on twitter uh yeah. just listen this was a response from not the last show but the show before um and he said, just listen to the first part of the latest show. When Gary talks about your decision not to review the Post XFM podcasts, he's searching for how to describe the difference in Ricky, Steve and Carl's relationship. I'd say it's a bit more professional relationship by the time of the podcasts. Carefully engineered to look a bit more raucous and knockabout. But to listeners of the XFM shows, it's pretty obvious that the three of them have been through the Gervais publicity process and Ricky has sat Steve and in particular Carl down and said right let's make some serious money out of this instead of dicking around on that tin pot station it lacks the amateur feel of the XFM shows as well as the odd sense of playing with fire I always picked up from the radio shows because they ultimately had an employer and a slot anyone could be listening etc and you know how far Ricky and Steve would push it on the podcasts, they would say what they wanted, knowing only fans would pay and download it. Plus, you hear recycled stuff from the radio shows all the time. They pretend to laugh like it's the first time they've heard the story, but we know. Oh, we know. Anyway, rant over. Sorry, guys. Bloody good episode is what I wanted to say rather than get on my high horse. Well, thank you so much for the uh, comments. You and said, I, yeah, and, I, can, I, can I just yeah, react to that? So, um I think you've really, I'm not just saying this, I think you've summed it up perfectly. I love some of the phrases you use, carefully engineered publicity machine. I, 
I completely agree with you. And I'd say um, whatever you do, Yusuf, you should do writing because you've, you've really phrased that well. Like it's absolutely true. It's a very good way to phrase it. I couldn't find that myself on air. But yeah, it's it's perfect. They've been for a publicity machine. I'd, I I wouldn't I don't know if it's as formal as sitting them down and set. But I think, yeah, probably certainly it was suggested that, you know, not just we should make money out of this by not doing it on XFM, doing it on podcasting, but also you need to do this. You need to be like this. You, you uh, we want you to love. Do you uh, think? Do you seriously think though that Ricky would have either sat them down, or do you think this was fairly, you know, uh, no, no information it, by 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 Carl and, and you know they they clearly found a model of success. And by then, podcasting was a new medium as well. They were kind of pioneers in that respect. You know, they they all said by their own admission. You know, it's hilarious that are in the Guinness World Records because, you know, there, no were no, there was no competition. But um, I, I think that the only thing I'd say is when they very when they started doing the podcast, first of all. Yeah, I'm not sure it was 100 percent about making money because they did make all of those ones free. But it was about, you know, that's they did when... charge a pound. They did ch- charge a pound a podcast though at one stage. I, me- I remember that. Yeah, they did. Of course, they're from series two. They did. But they didn't charge anything for the first set of podcasts. I just think like that was all part of Ricky trying to get Carl because he always talked about trying to yeah. get out there. Yeah. And that was Ricky trying to get Carl out there. Now, it absolutely. Well, you feel like he would have only have done that with with uh, the 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 lure of money because I would have done it. I wouldn't have well, done he, it without money. No, I, I mean, I'm no, I've no doubt that in the first series of the podcast. Well, you've you've seen an interview with Carl where they say this. They would have paid Carl twenty, thirty, forty thousand pounds, something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was that. on loads of money. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it would. It, it, it I don't think it was really cynical at the very beginning. But Yusuf is completely right. Like. Became, and it's kind of what we we're talking about earlier. Like he he has a brand now and he tries to protect it. So what he's saying is is filtered for a brand. It was never filtered on XFM ever. Mm. It, and that's what and it, and it, again Yusuf says it lacks the amateurish feel. And you know I'm all I've always been one for liking something that is a bit amateurish in certain ways. I you you like stuff that's more professional and polished but i know we we, we don't oh. you. no we don't disagree hugely because you like amateur but i if this the, you could have something amateur and it'd be rubbish absolutely but i that the amateur feel adds something to it, it makes it more real it well i think authenticity good. is the key to anything that's good yeah and and i think that it, yeah absolutely and it, it was very authentic and uh yeah, it was is uh, yeah, Yusuf. I think that's perfect. Really, really well done for like, yes, yeah, patronising to say well done. You don't need a well done from me, but or I, does he? But when 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 <laughs> when I read that, uh, and I just quickly skim read it before the Rich Sanchez show, but Mars just read it back. I thought that's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I could not have said that better myself. Um, Gary, I'm bored of talking to you, mate. Uh, yeah. What do you want to call this episode? Um, I think we could call it. I think I think it should it should reference um Twixes. I I think just put it in a bowl first. It's 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 my favourite. I think put it in a bowl first. You've said Thank it. You. It's now going to be called put it in a bowl first episode twelve. Do listen to this show. Also, uh, like I and subscribe. Huh? So I had a question. 
I, I forgot to oh, get <laughs> just, just a little question. Um, they talk about old man eating Twix, and then he says, you know, that's why they've got their Werther's. Werther's original, right? Yeah. My question is this. What do, do Werther's do other flavours? No. They, they, they must have. Well, why would it be called Werther's original? If There must be an unoriginal one, which is like, I don't know, lime flavoured or something. But you I, wouldn't. Anyway. No, but yeah, but Werther's original just sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I thought they I'd were need... German, apparently. OK. I, I thought of, uh, in German. Yeah. Okay. I think I think they're a small family. They're probably um, no one's going to eat them. Do you like a Werther's original? No, I don't. Um, my granddad used to like them, so that cliche is true. It is true because my grandparents did. But um, I just wanted to leave the show on a high by bringing up that question. <laughs> <Can I leave? laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, yeah, thank you for listening so much. Um, oh wait, 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 wait! One more thing. Oh. Um, we always we like... are terrible at wrapping up because we always do no, this. We always do this. Attraction. I think people like it, or they don't care um i always like to finish the show with uh, uh adding a couple of songs to the d chart spinners library this is oh gary <laughs> so this is a playlist that we keep updated on spotify some of our favorite songs either songs influenced by the shows or just songs that are in our personal preference but either way just for you to get sort of slightly closer but not too close to uh, the miles and gary team um i suppose is what we call it um yeah do you have a song you'd like to whack in the library <laughs> okay I've, I've decided i i i got my ipod out but just to look for it i okay the song i want to okay i've decided it's a song i, I really like i want to add it it's um mariah carey all oh. i want for christmas is you are That's, you serious yeah what yeah, that's what I'm. That's my song. Say, say, sorry, say that again. Mariah Carey, "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Why? Because that's a song I like. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It could be April or the fifth or. You went from last week doing like an Oasis song to no. Carey. Well, that, that's that's why I'm such a likable kind of guy. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm not. Okay. Well, that's all. I don't mind that. I mean, it's probably after the Pogues. It's probably the best Christmas song, isn't it? I love it. I just think uh, people take the piss out of it, and I don't. I'm not a fan of Mariah Carey. It's other work. I don't mind. No, I don't mind it, man. She's not terrible. She's no, just like. She's not. It's just a surprise. But that song. But that song. I love. So okay, it's in I, there. I know it's April, but I'm a kind of weird kind of guy, and I do weird I'm things. A conventional conventionalist, as they yeah. say in what's, a rocket horror picture what, show. What's your song, mate? I'm going to choose Lady Green and Soul by David Bowie, just to bring the tone up a bit. Showing off. <laughs> this has been the D-Trap Spinners. I have been Mars Pennell. With me, my lovely co-host. Single, single um, Gary Highness. Single, but plays chess occasionally. Still doesn't impress anyone. Guys, no, I don't, I'm, I, look after yourself. And we will. In all, in all seriousness, I do want to say, um, I do hope everyone stays safe. Well, um, I don't want the listenership to decrease, <laughs> like when they go to the Iraq War. No, I'm joking. Um, I do, genuinely hope everyone stays well. This has been D Trout Spinners. See you next week. Bye.